Well, hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, welcome to It's Time for More Injury Funding Podcast, the podcast for all who want to learn about legal funding, it, it, its significance in the personal injury, product liability, medical malpractice, motorcycle law, and many other types of law practice domains. I'm your host, Laura, uh, founder and CEO of More Injury Funding, the legal funding counselors and with passion for law, medicine, legal funding and heart for all suffering individuals. More Injury Funding is a sponsor, member, um, associate, or business partner of this podcast, Academy of Trick Accident Attorneys, Sandy Spring, um, uh, Springs Bar Association, Georgia Association for Legals, and Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. In today's episode, I have a very special uh, guest with me, attorney and a friend of mine, Clark Carell, with Carell Trial Lawyers, or rather Carell Trial Attorneys. That's and right. he is a, <laughs> um, he is a trial lawyer, a husband to Katie, a father of the beautiful baby Clara, and a dog owner and daddy of uh, both. Golden Doodle. And Absolutely. So, Can't yeah, forget about Bo. <laughs> wonderful. Um, and, and Clark is based in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so Clark grew up um, as a son of two totally disabled military veterans. Due to, to their service, he lived across the United, United States and abroad. Um, Clark was born in Germany, and besides the state of Georgia, he has lived in Colorado, Ohio, Nebraska, and Nevada but it will always consider back home to be the small town of Green Sea, which is in South Carolina. We're in the first days now of July 2023 um, in hot Atlanta, and sharing road with motorcyclists is a daily occurrence none of us can avoid. With that in mind, uh, we as motor vehicle drivers in the state of Georgia or anywhere else in the nation should keep in consideration, be familiar with, and aware of our fellow motorcycle riders. Attorney Clark um, will talk about motorcycle riders, gear, injuries, and safety of motorcycle riders. At the end of our episode, I'll have a fun pop-up question for Clark. Um, and uh, so stay tuned in. You, my dear listeners, are in for tree today. So Clark, welcome to It's Time for More Injury Funding Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. This is actually my first podcast. So. Awesome. I'm so honored. I'm so excited. Yes, <laughs> let's do it. So let's start with your upbringing. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family and when did you know you want to spend your life helping others? Yes. Yeah, so as you mentioned earlier, both my parents were military disabled veterans. Um, and I learned from a young age, you know, witnessing them. They, they did have their struggles. Uh, the VA, while it means well, you know, <laughs> it's not very good. And I watched firsthand how uh, they, they truly struggled with their disabilities. And uh, from a young age, I knew I wanted to attempt to help people in one form or fashion. Didn't, I, didn't necessarily think I'd end up doing this, but uh, it, it's worked out. And I'm, I really enjoy the work I do, getting to help those who, well, having a voice for those who, you know, don't necessarily understand their rights, you know, as injured individuals, just as my parents as disabled individuals didn't quite know, like going, looking back, I wish there was more that, that we could have done if, if we'd have just known. Mm -hmm. And so many people don't know, and, and that's why I went to school, got an education, and wanted to help those to be the voice for those who just didn't know that they can seek uh, compensation or, uh, you know, for their injuries or disabilities. So that's, that's why I did it my that, personal experiences. That's wonderful. And so how many attorneys, including yourself, do you have at your law, law firm right now? So right now, Corel Trial Attorneys, we're a, a full team of eight individuals. There's myself and another attorney on staff. And, and if you know anybody, we're actually uh, looking for an, a third attorney. So if anybody listening to this or if you know anybody that uh, isn't afraid to go to the courtroom, 
we'd be happy to talk to you. Well, that's great. And I always know a lot of attorneys in Georgia and outside. And do you, do you want somebody working at the office or remotely or uh, kind of hybrid? It's uh, it, it's obviously it depends on the individual and what they can offer. I'm I'm happy to to uh, you know consider all potential options. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I promise. All right. <laughs> and uh, Clark, uh, what types of law do you practice at your law firm? So here, Curl Trial Attorneys, we practice exclusively personal injury matters. Mm -hmm. Any uh, instance in which you've been injured through the negligence of another, that is all we do. We um, we don't dabble in other areas. We stick to we we consider ourselves as uh, an industry leader in personal injury. That is all we do. And uh, we specialize in litigation work. Uh, a lot of our cases do come from other personal injury attorneys who don't like to go to the courtroom. Um, so we do specialize in, in litigation, but we can help you in any facet of a personal injury matter. Okay. And do you actually go to, to trials? Oh, absolutely. one of the trial attorneys? Yes. No, absolutely, yes. Um, you know, a lot of times people uh, get hurt in an accident. They talk to the insurance company whether it be through their attorney or whatnot, and, you know, when the insurance company says that's our top offer, we disagree okay. <laughs> sometimes, you know. And so when they say that's their top offer, the next step is filing a lawsuit and going to court. Um, and so that's what we do. Obviously, with the pandemic, uh, things got slowed down and backed up a little bit, and we haven't actually tried a case recently. Mm -hmm. um, but we're on plenty of trial calendars and hope to get back in there soon enough. <laughs> I, I, I really hope so, too. Absolutely. And so of all different types of, uh, you know, uh, different types of personal injury uh, law cases that you handle, how much percentage-wise of that is motorcycle law? So motorcycle law is not something, it's, it's not as prevalent as the other types. We do handle probably, it's probably about 5 to 10% of the practice, mm -hmm. only because um, motorcycles only make up about 3% of all registered vehicles, and uh, they only account for about 0.6 of the miles traveled in all vehicles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're not out there as much, and that's a good thing because, as you know, motorcycle accidents are uh, usually tend to be um, more significant accidents, and, you know, as much as I enjoy helping people, I, I do hate to see them in pain and, and hate to see the circumstances in which they come to me sometimes, mm -hmm. and with motorcycle accidents, they're usually pretty banged up. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about a motorcycle law and causes of motorcycle accidents. Uh, we perhaps could think of uh, various factors that contribute to these accidents, such as uh, speeding, reckless driving, um, impaired riding or driving, road conditions, weather conditions, and the behavior of other drivers. Can you, Clark, tell us what is the major cause of all motorcycle accidents statistically in Georgia, nationwide, and maybe even worldwide? Well, so I'll start with um, in Georgia in 2021, there are approximately 4,200, 4,200 uh, reported motorcycle accidents. Um, these, these accidents did result in uh, about 2,700 injuries and 150 fatalities. Mm. Um, the fatalities resulted, that, that's about 12% of all fatalities in Georgia uh, on the roads oh, that year. I had no idea. Um, so there's multiple factors that come into play as far as with motorcycle accidents, just like any other accident. Um, now, some do. We, we you know, we got to uh, call out the elephant in the room. Some, some of these do are due to the negligent conduct and careless driving of the motorcycle rider. Uh, however, many others are not. They are caused by another driver on the road. And the most common cause really is just the uh, the at-fault individual. They've 
failed to see or realize that there was a motorcycle there. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people in Georgia aren't paying attention on the roads as much as they should be. Uh, as you can see, <laughs> I have a successful law practice for just that reason. <laughs> um, but really, the, um, the, the most important thing uh, as far as with motorcycle accidents is being seen and detected. A lot of times, other people, the first thing they say when they get out the vehicle is, I didn't see you. And so it's important to, to drive defensively when you're on a motorcycle. And when you're not, it's important to look out and remember that you share the road with them. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Um, can you tell us, Clark, what are the common types of mo motorcycle injuries? So there are significant injuries usually associated with a motorcycle injury. Um, to begin with, the, the lower extremities, mm -hmm. uh, whenever somebody is in a motorcycle accident, if they usually get hit, their legs might be struck by another vehicle when they get hit from the bike. Um, the next most important one is, is the head injuries. A lot of traumatic brain injuries, a lot of um, concussions and uh, other significant face and head, head uh, injuries because it's just physics really, or when you get thrown off the bike, <laughs> you, uh, your head tends to, to lean forward. So it's very important to wear a helmet while you're traveling on a motorcycle. And in the state of Georgia, it's actually the law. Uh, other injuries, the spinal injuries, are very common as well. Um, many times people, once they get thrown off the bike, they hit the, the pavement, unfortunately, and with that comes with various broken bones, depending on the type of accident. Um, but really, the spinal cord area, uh, you know, while it might not be severed or broken, uh, you do have injuries in the discs uh, because of the, the rough, uh, ab abrasive contact made once a... a motorcycle rider is ejected, which is common because obviously with the motorcycle you don't have much protection and if you're going to hit something you're going to fly off. Very true. Uh, so now let's talk about a motorcyclist, and you had mentioned, you know, a helmet, but about the motorcyclist's protective gear and specifically helmet use and its impact on injuries. How important it is for the motorcyclist to wear a helmet? So it is very important. Uh, in the state of Georgia, it is the law. Mm -hmm. and it's. And I encourage you, no matter what state you're in, to wear a helmet. Um, some important uh, statistics here is that uh, the in-states with uh, universal helmet laws, 50% of the motorcyclists, or excuse me, strike that, in states without, without universal helmet laws, 57% of motorists killed in 2020 were not wearing their helmets mm -hmm. because they didn't have to. However, in states that uh, made them wear helmets, only 11% of fatalities were because they didn't have a helmet on. See, that so makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so it is very important to wear a helmet, and it's also important to uh, wear protective gear. Uh, the, the law of Georgia not only requires you wear a helmet, but also shoes, mm -hmm. which is interesting. I'm, okay. who, who's riding a helmet without, or exactly. riding a motorcycle yeah. without shoes? Well, with a, a lot of people, you know, if, you have, if you're <laughs> just going for fun, let's say for dinner or you know, going for a hike in the mountains and just literally driving for an hour and a half in Georgia. And if you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, or your you know, older child, you know, they may not have the boots. And a lot of times I see people with sneakers or even, you know, just sandals. So, so you think that uh, boots is, 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 is essential? Yes, but the, yeah, the law specifically states shoes. <laughs> so people must have been out there without shoes on. That's crazy to me. I love it. Uh, but yeah, no, there's also other protective gear. Um, the, the flag jackets uh, are very important. The, the, uh, 
the, the coverage you have while you're on a motorcycle is obviously uh, limited if, if there's any. You, you know, you're riding blind out there, so as much as you can protect yourself, it's very important. Because you might be a great driver, however, I'm in this industry, I have this job because there's a lot of not-so-good drivers out there, and you need to remember that. As good of a driver as you think you can be, it only takes one person to, to pull out in front of you and change everything. So. Sadness. Protect yourself at all times. Yes, so that that would include, you know, just like Mark said, protective clothing, gloves, boots, body armor, you know. So and anything you can get in a you know specialty store of my motorcycle rider, and probably online as well. Nowadays, I would think Amazon has probably a good amount of that, uh, you know, th th that type of gear as well. So now let's shift uh, to the actual motorcycle accident statistics. Can you, Clark, explore the prevalence and trends of motorcycle accidents and injuries? So uh, it's about really, again, it, it, because people don't see these, these riders, 70% um, of motorcycle accidents occur in intersections. So that's really where it's key to really pay attention um, because they're just hard to see. Um, they're driving fast. They might be, you know, changing lanes. Uh, seven, yeah, the majority of accidents occur in intersections, and so it's very important to, to be cautious anytime you're in an intersection to not only pay attention to other vehicles, but look out for the motorcycles as well. Absolutely. Um, th this is very helpful information to know whether we only drive cars or whether we maybe also ride motorcycles. So let's talk for a moment about some legal aspects of motorcycle accidents. What could be the legal implications of motorcycle accidents, including liability, insurance claims, personal injury lawsuits? So, um, obviously, the legal implications of motorcycle accidents, <laughs> it's, just, it's quite broad. However, it, the one thing, it is important to protect yourself, not only with protective gear, um, but if you're riding a motorcycle, obviously, you're supposed to have the state mandatory minimum limits of, of, in Georgia, which is $25,000 per individual, $50,000 per collision occurrence. Um, however, Excuse me, if you are taking the chance in riding a motorcycle, you must protect yourself even further than that. I would encourage all motorcycle riders out there to make sure they have a good uninsured motorist uh, protection because I've seen so many times where people in, in vehicles have been significantly injured um, and unfortunately the other individual doesn't have much insurance. If you're on a motorcycle, the likelihood of you being significantly injured is, is very high. Mm -hmm. And make sure, don't trust that the other person is going to have the adequate compensation or policy to, to take care of you. Mm -hmm. You need to protect yourself if you're taking that risk and, and getting out there. And I don't blame you for it. I enjoy it myself. There was a time I did anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but you need to make sure to have uh, uninsured motorist uh, liability, or excuse me, uninsured motorist protection on your personal insurance policy. Okay, good to know. And I can't believe but I didn't ask you, Clark, whether you um, have ever ridden a motorcycle. And if so, what was your biggest concern on the road? I did, yeah, absolutely. I, I enjoyed it when I was younger. I do not do it anymore. I, I have a, a law firm to worry about as well as a, a lovely family at home. And, and you know me, Laura. You know, I like to have a good time. And, and I would probably do something stupid if I got out there again. So I just said I better step back. Um, but another thing outside of other drivers that you need to be careful of is the road itself. You know, really be pay attention and be vigilant uh, in, in looking out at road conditions. You know, I was in South Carolina, and those roads are uh, <laughs> not so good back in the day, and it was really important to make sure you not only enjoyed the, the ride but paid attention to the road itself, uh, not just potholes but, all you know, grass. Mm -hmm. 
when, when people are, are mowing their lawns, the, the grass on the, uh, the pavement can cause you to go down. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important to uh, not only look out for other vehicles, but it's also very important to, to pay attention to the road in which you're traveling. Absolutely. Well, this was great. I hope, um, I hope my dear listeners, uh, you've learned as much as I did about motorcyclists, their concerns, protective gear, most common causes of injuries, and legal implications of motorcycle accidents. And as promised, I have a, one fun pop-up question for you, Clark. Are you ready? Oh, geez. Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. What is one thing you would never do again in your life, and why? Uh, that's a tough... You know, I... I I'm the type of person that says I'm here and I'm grateful to be where I'm at in my life because of what I came from, including the mistakes I might have made. Um, while I did enjoy myself and it was an eye-opening experience, I would probably say I would not go and live in Las Vegas ever again. <laughs> okay, I started my college career out at UNLV. Mm -hmm. uh, it was great. I got to bond with my father before he passed, but... Uh, uh, yeah, no, that was that was terrible. It's 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 fun to go for a couple of days, but I would never again live in Las Vegas. <laughs> okay, so you much rather prefer Bucket, uh, Georgia? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Well, okay. again, it, it's a good time for a few days, but uh, living there can be quite taxing, especially on a you know twenty year old individual. Couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> All right, well, that was amazing uh, time with you, as you know, talking and just sharing some experiences today and um, learning about yourself, about your law firm, uh, your areas of practice, and most importantly, of course, about the motorcycle riders and, and related concerns. Now, if anyone needs to, your help and is looking for Corel trial attorneys, how can they reach you, Clark? Uh, so if, if you're local in the Atlanta market, you can call my office at 678-999-3331. We do also offer a, a toll-free number, 1-844-4-CORREL. Uh, so that's K-A-R-E-L-L. -L. So that's one eight four 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 five two seven three five five. And again, you can uh, feel free to check us out on our website. It's just Corel dot law. There's no WW or I, I don't know what that's about, but apparently <laughs> it's just Corel dot law. I don't uh, think anybody uses www anymore. Yeah. Like if, even if you plug in without it, then the Google search will come up. After. I forgot. Yeah, you, uh, we are on LinkedIn at, or yeah, LinkedIn as well as Facebook and uh, Corel Law on the Instagram, but Corel Trial Attorneys on the other. So wonderful. Hopefully, yeah, look us up there as well. <laughs> Again, that was uh, Attorney Clark Corel with Corel Trial Attorneys, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Clark. Um, I want to thank you for all my listeners uh, listening to our story about the motorcycle law and main causes of motorcycle injuries, importance of protective cycling gear, accident statistics, and legal aspects of the motorcycle law. For more tips and tricks on legal funding and personal injury law related topics, follow me, download, like, and subscribe for It's Time for More Injury Funding Podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Deezer, Listen Notes, Castro, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Good Pods, Pod Friends, RSS Feed, and Player FM, and follow uh, More Injury Funding on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Yelp, Google Business Profile, and my website at www.moreinjuryfunding.com, and that's with two O's. I can't wait to see you uh, and hear you all, my dear listeners, at our next upcoming episode. Tune in soon for our next guest. Until then, be well. Thank you again. All right. Uh, thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. This was terrific. <laughs>